welcome to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. I am your host, Makeba Giles. Here we share information and resources for physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being to help families live an inspired lifestyle and encourage healthy living. Thank you for joining us. Well, you know her as the New York Times, USA Today, Wall Street Journal, Los Angeles Times, and Publishers Weekly internationally best-selling author of many critical acclaimed books for readers of all ages, including the famous Descendants novels, which are a series of books based on the wildly popular Disney Descendants franchise. Now real-life fairy tales collide in her latest project, Never After, The Thirteenth Fairy, which is book one in the new middle grade Never After series. I am talking about the phenomenal Melissa De La Cruz, and she's here with me now to share more about her latest release. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Now, first, before we go into your new book, um, I want to ask the question that's on everyone's minds right now. Are there any plans for a fifth book set after the Descendants 3 film? <laughs> um, I cannot answer that. Uh, that's above my pay grade, but... Uh... Uh, so yeah, I can't say anything right now. <laughs> okay. okay, totally understand. I, I was I was told to ask by our listeners, so I totally understand that. We'll just have to stay tuned and find out. Now, um, with your latest release, Never After, how did you come up with the ideal for the heron Philomena to meet a character um, out of one of your favorite books? Uh, you know, the idea came from, you know, really seeing, you know, the fan-based culture we live in. You know, the kids at Comic-Con who dress up as their favorite book characters, midnight release parties at bookstores where kids gather to um, get the newest book. So I thought, what if this fan who was so, um, you know, obsessed with this, you know, fantasy world suddenly found themselves in that fantasy world you know, it would be so interesting because they would know so much about it. You know, they would know more about the world and the people who live there. So I wanted to play with that idea and, uh, you know, just kind of the wish fulfillment, you know, of, you know, imagine somebody getting uh, a letter to Hogwarts, you know, what would that be like? So uh, that's why I wanted to uh, have Bonita be a, a big reader and then also go on a real journey in that fantasy world. So exciting. Now, um, if you could just pick one thing that you would like readers to take away from the book, what would it be? I think I would uh, like readers to realize, you know, that they're valued, that uh, being a bookish, quiet, you know, kid is a good thing, you know, and that there's inner strength in them. And, you know, the book is also a love letter to my family. I think it's about, you know, kind of forgiving and understanding your parents for being overprotective. Um, and uh, it's a very emotional. Yes, I, I love that um, positive message that you share with the book especially for um, kids who are avid readers, because I have a household of avid readers um, of children of all ages. So I appreciate 
that positive message. Now, um, in regards to your knowledge of fairy tales, you have that extensive knowledge of fairy tales. Um, can you tell us how the original versions vary differently from the popular Disney stories that you've written? Uh, when I was doing some research, I discovered the Sleeping Beauty story doesn't end with uh, happily ever after waking up from the curse with true love and kiss. In the original Grimm version, there was actually a part two, and Sleeping Beauty uh, has an ogre mother-in-law uh, who actually, you know, uh, kills her children, kills Sleeping Beauty, frames the prince for her murder, so there's just all this bloodshed and darkness and, you know, kind of this terrible fate that uh, waits for her. So I thought, oh my goodness, we don't even know about that. I'd love to kind of... Uh, you know, uh, explore that a little bit more. And what I got from that was what if the evil fairy cursed the Sleeping Beauty in the beginning isn't even evil at all? Maybe she was just trying to save Sleeping Beauty from that terrible fate. So I played with that idea, and that's how Never After it came to be. I love that. Now, um, you write for different age groups, of course. Um, tell us how your writing process differs from middle grade audiences um, to adult and teen audiences. Uh, I think middle grade books, you know, the themes of uh, books catering towards 9 to 12-year-olds, uh, 10 to 14-year-olds, is about friendship, you know, and about, you know, discovering who your friends are, what makes a real friend, how can you be a real friend. So my books for that age group definitely deal with friendship as a theme. And for young adults, you know, it's all about um, discovering who you are, um, your identity in the world. Um, uh, you know, it's a coming-of-age story, and it's also about your first romance. Uh, so that, to me, is what makes uh, middle grade different from young adults. And then I always say adult books are about disappointment <laughs> and dealing with the reality of the world and, uh, uh, and uh, you know, kind of adjusting your reaction to it, whereas middle grade and teen books are all about optimism, you know, the first time for, you know, experiencing things and the world is so new and the world is, uh, can be anything that you want it to be. And when you're an adult, it's about realizing the limitations. Um, of the world and of yourself. So I think that's why I like to write for kids. You know, it's a lot more hopeful, everything is fresh, and everything is brand new. So I, I like to live in that world. <laughs> Absolutely, and a lot more positive as, as well and optimistic, yes. um, like you said. Now, um, you have written over 50 books. Um, tell us, in with this new book, um, Never After, this is book one in a series, so um, give us a little insight as to what we can expect with Philomena's next adventure, um, as well as any other future projects you have. Uh, so the next adventure uh, is set in Cinderella's fairy tale, so there's a little uh, Cinderella uh, retelling, and uh, the main uh, kind of conflict in the story is uh, Philomena discovering that the fairy tales that we know are not true stories. So why did that happen? Who told these stories uh, to our world? You know, why are the stories from the fairy tale world um, so uh, broken when they get to our world? Uh, 
and I think Selena discovers what's behind that as the book series goes on. And I have another book uh, for Disney uh, coming out next year as well in May, uh, High School Musical, the musical series, uh, the original novel, The Road, Road Trip, <laughs> is my uh, novel set in the world of High School Musical, the series, which is a fun Disney Plus show. Uh, that my uh, 14-year-old uh, very much enjoys. So <laughs> if you have a teen in your life, uh, pick that up. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And and I um, not only have a 13-year-old in my house right now and an 18-year-old in my house right now who um, was pretty much have caught on to the movie um, series, the movie franchise, you know, after its was released, but I have two older children, 23 and 26, who grew up on the franchise movies as they came out, so um, needless to say, I have a household full of high school musical fans, they love the series, so I know that they will love the book as well, because they, they are, they're very avid readers, so we'll be very excited for um, that particular book to come out i'm definitely looking forward to getting that in their hands uh, so thank you for sharing about that as well as the never after series uh, my son he is very excited to read it it just arrived to us yesterday so he's all set to to dive into that and um, i just want to let everyone know that never after the 13th fairy book one um, which is the middle grade novel in a, the new Never After series. You can purchase that anywhere books are sold online as well as um, in store. Be safe when you go in the store. Practice those safety measures. And um, tell us, Melissa, where can people connect with you on social media to keep up with all of your latest projects? Uh, I am uh, on my website, melissa-delacruz.com. And I'm also on Twitter, Melissa Delacruz, and on Instagram, author Melissa Delacruz. Perfect. Thank you so much. And again, thank you for joining me today, as well as um, thank you for giving our young readers something new and something to escape into, especially during these unprecedented times with this new book, Never After. We definitely appreciate all that you've done so far, all you'll do in the future to keep our young adults and our middle graders inspired. Um, thank you again for joining me. It was a pleasure. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. Wonderful. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. For transcripts of this episode and others, visit our website at faithhealthandhome.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you again for joining us.